1: Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, the home of new Toro Lawnmowers, brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 624, May 25th, 2021. 94 degrees in this day in 1978 and 33 degrees in 1901, so once again in 1978. <coughs> the swimming season was underway on beaches and ponds kept free of weeds by Aquacide. Aquaside products are easy to use. They work right away. They're registered with the EPA and DNR. I've used them. I used them last week. It was very interesting to watch how they dissolve and go after the weeds. Uh, you don't need to let the weeds overtake your swimming hole. Call Aquaside today. They'll explain your problem to you. Make sure your place looks great all summer long and get you the right products. You can call Aquaside at 1 800. 328 9350, or go to aquaside.com. White Bear Lake Company.
2: And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon
1: Lake, it's Garage Logic. With Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the Newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop, here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Souchere. I think I got a little extra pop out of my lilacs in the last 24 hours, so I'm calling it today, uh, May 25th. That Ooh, would be the same. a late same. one. Well, same as 2017 to review, (coughs) excuse me, 2017, May 25th, 2018, May 27th, 2019, June 2nd, 2020, June 2nd, 2021, May 25th. And I have an email regarding that. Uh, Joel, this is Jeremy, a listener since 1997. I remember Jeremy. I'm in the industry of keeping mother lush and green. I would agree with you. The lilac date would be as much, if not more significant, than the daily highs and lows. Some days we will have an extreme high, some days an extreme low. However, your lilacs are always going to bud when the ground temps get to be 55 degrees. Then the typical two to three weeks plus Hmm. minus when they bloom. This would be a much better way of saying averages because they wouldn't bloom one single day. It hits 90, nor do they go back into hibernation when the temps dip below freezing. You are right. It shows the average temperature isn't changing from year to year rather than stay average. Good luck, Jeremy. That's cool. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. So, so the, uh, mine, are, mine are gorgeous, and I'm calling it today, May 25th. So the ground temperature has to be... 50, 55 degrees. 55. <laughs> All right, this is the one-year anniversary of George Floyd's death, and you're not going to believe what's happening in case you haven't heard. Uh, Gunplay has broken out at the corner of 38th. I shouldn't laugh. In fact, I apologize for that snicker. Uh, Bystanders at the Minneapolis intersection uh, where George Floyd died ducked for cover Tuesday as the sound of gunshots rang out nearby. They had to take shelter. Uh, John Elder, a spokesman for the city of Minneapolis, said officers responded to the 3800 block of Elliott Avenue on a report of the sound of shots fired. Uh, We are now hearing that uh, 30, as many as 30. Why don't you play uh the, the various audio we have from this situation this is from our friends downstairs at five eyewitness news at the intersection of 38th and chicago in minneapolis had to duck
2: for cover just a little earlier this morning as gunshots rang out nearby this of course is the area known as george floyd square it's a live look you can see outside right now
1: people are still there. There's still a lot of people gathered. No injuries though have been reported because of this.
3: So an Associated Press journalist there at the intersection was getting some video
2: and reported hearing as many as 30 gunshots just about a block away from what you're looking at live right now. There's a storefront window that's smashed. It appears to be from a bullet. The intersection of course here sure. is going to be transformed today into an outdoor festival to mark the anniversary of George Floyd's death. There will be food, children's activities, and a long list of musical programs performances here. Uh, but again, this breaking news we're just learning about here. Apparently, gunfire in this area in South Minneapolis, 38th and Chicago. Uh, I'm sure we have a news crew headed that way. We'll bring you the very latest during uh, our newscast today.
4: A little festival, Joe. Bring the kids down there, huh? Wouldn't oh. that be fun? Uh, oh. Here is the audio, by the way, of that Associated Press reporter. He is uh, Philip Crowther. Philip Crowther is the reporter on the scene.
5: Joe Biden had. They wanted this bill of Congress police reform uh, to be uh, to just got to be careful
3: here with some gunshots. Excuse me, excuse me.
1: Jesus.
3: It sounds like gunshots. I don't know, you know what this is. Uh, these seem to be gunshots.
0: The
4: timestamp. On that video, Joe, oh Kenny, god, why? is ten thirty eight in the morning, which means that this probably took place a little after ten a.m.
1: What would your take on that be, Kenny? Gang fights?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's two people shooting at each other, two or more at least. Uh, at that one point where there was a flurry, it sounded like three guns firing. The
1: uh, newscast mentioned no one was injured. A person did go to Abbott Northwestern with a gunshot wound. That person was transferred to Hennepin County Medical Center for treatment, which is not considered life-threatening. And then later today, uh, nothing says, let's memorialize George. More like 30 shots fired. Do you think they were trying to do like a 21-gun salute? Was that the deal here? Maybe that was it. Later today, the closed intersection, which a lot of problems in my estimation could have been solved over the last year had that not been allowed to be closed for so long. Later today at the closed intersection, we're having the outdoor festival with food, children's activities, and a long list of musical performers.
2: Well, okay. it was, the opening, uh, it was the opening gunfire to open up the festival. Maybe some good will come out of this because everybody is in town for this. The entire world is looking at 38th in Chicago right now. All eyes are on Minneapolis. Newspapers around the world are writing tributes to George Floyd. Maybe this will wake some people up. Maybe. Of this course, is, it won't wake the city council up or the mayor up but, or the governor. But No, they're maybe. busy, Kenny. Maybe, you know. I Again,
1: I, I tried to address it yesterday, and I, I'm struggling with, a bit with it on the garage logic service road of life. It's almost as though we're living in two different
2: worlds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There,
1: there's a world in which Al Sharpton uh, is here to condemn police brutality, and there's a world in which families of uh, people are, uh, who have been killed by police are demanding police reform. Yeah. And, and on the other... And in, the, and in the other world, 30 shots are fired precisely where you intend to commemorate the very reason you don't want police. Yeah. It's, it's beyond, you couldn't make this up that today, the one-year anniversary of the fellow's death, that the day would start with a gun battle. <laughs> I, 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 we don't need to be forgiven for being cynical about this. This is absurd. This is pathetic. One of the things I think could have remedied this, uh, I I think I just mentioned it, leaving the intersection closed for a year was tantamount to saying, uh, we're going to ignore conventional commerce and laws to accommodate your uh, wish Uh, to leave this intersection as a memorial had it been opened and normalized and the businesses got back to business there would have been less inclination to crime in my
2: estimation does that make any sense sure no it's it's that's that's the problem joe it makes sense and and we were promised what two months ago
1: uh, the police chief said we're going to open it soon and that's when Kenny had the brainstorm. They're going to do it in the middle of the night and no one will know. And it never happened. Why wouldn't they have done it today
4: and even memorialized him in that way? It's a great idea. It's a cur- great idea. Or build a roundabout with that with that structure still in place. You know why not? And then everybody's happy. Then there's no reason for anyone to be mad. What an exclamation
1: point to put on the claim that in the one year since George Floyd died, crime has only gotten worse. What an exclamation point to hear at the beginning of the day's ceremonies a
2: gunfight. Crime. Who couldn't
1: make this up?
2: Such so crime rules Minneapolis. It absolute crime owns Minneapolis. Crime has made Minneapolis its bitch. There's a thirty thousand dollar reward for the shooters of these uh, that killed these three are uh, that shot these three kids, right? Yeah. Not one person has come forward with information. Ten thousand apiece. That means the people that know, and there are people that know, are afraid for their lives and will not come forward and collect that money because they'll be next. Crime owns Minneapolis. Are you familiar
1: with the work of Heather McDonald?
2: Uh I am she has yeah. written.
1: Uh, she has written extensively uh, on the statistical a, anomalies. Well, she's written extensively on the statistical anomalies of of the of these two worlds we're discussing. You yeah. you you would think if you read only the the uh, conventional news gatherers that the police are, are are killing people every day. Yeah. And and, yeah. and she has a piece today in the Wall Street Journal called "It's Open Season in Minneapolis." And I must say, I'm going to pat myself on the back. Great minds think alike, because she says, "Al Sharpton and civil rights attorney Benjamin Crump led a march in downtown Minneapolis Sunday in advance." of the first anniversary of George Floyd's death on May 25. Former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin was convicted of Floyd's murder last month. Messieurs Sharpton and Crump didn't visit North Memorial Health Hospital, where two recent victims of a year-long explosion of violence in Minneapolis are on life support. On April 30th, Latavian Garrett Jr., 10, was riding in a car with his parents when a gunman opened fire. A bullet pierced Latavion's head. Doctors put him in a medically induced coma and removed part of his skull to relieve swelling on his brain. On May 15, nine-year-old Trinity Otteson Smith was jumping on a trampoline at a friend's house when bullets fired from a passing car struck her in the head. She is also in critical condition at North Memorial in a room next to Latavion. Lada- Nineteen children in Minneapolis have been shot this year, an increase of 171% over the same period in 2020. Jesus. Their relatives wonder where their protesters are. Why ain't nobody mad about a 10-year-old my grandson fighting for his life, asked Sherry Jennings, Latavion's grandmother, at a May 17th mayoral event. Because a cop didn't shoot him? Is that why? Miss Jennings warned of a deadly summer for kids if the mayor and police chief don't step up. Yeah. Later that day, Aniana Allen was caught in a shootout between rival gangs while in her mother's car. She died May 19th. Minneapolis homicides between January 1st and last week were up 108% compared with the same period in 2020. Shootings were up 153% and carjackings 222%. Nothing has changed since the year, uh, in the year. Nothing good has changed except this constant badgering and bellowing and hectoring, folk trying to focus all attention on the police when the attention should be focused on the young men shooting at each other. There's not a word spoken by Sharpton. There's not a word spoken by Crump. We're living in two different worlds. This is incredible. And and were led by the poorest and most incompetent possible people we could imagine. This was the year of George Floyd was handled poorly, and that's putting it mildly. It was handled poorly politically. It was handled poorly.
2: It's a perfect storm. I mean, it's everything, everything you need to create this happened. Just all the pieces fell into place beautifully. And crime, they, yep. The, the, the loss of officers, the incredibly weak asshat judges we have that just turn them around and send them right back out. It's just all, all those bad things finally snowballed, and now crime owns Minneapolis. Well, These guys the, can do whatever they want, whenever they want, wherever they want. 10.30 on a Tuesday morning? Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? Mm-hmm. Well, well, the, the overarching
1: thing that also happened in the in the year of George Floyd was the outpouring of such wokeness from a Mysterian city council and a Mysterian mayor that no thought whatsoever was given to expecting behavior from the black community. No thought whatsoever was given to expecting behavior because these lefties and Mysterians treat black people as less than. Yep
4: let's rewind a year let's just say i know it, this is hard to fathom but let's say george the, the george floyd incident doesn't happen does right. crime spike to the degree that it has hell no no hell no because i know I, I know that but yeah
1: no i thought of a great question to ask steve kramer of course it's too late He's right. not on he was on with
4: us he was on yesterday i
1: was going to say what is a guy in your business what was he talking about 25 years ago i, I meant to ask him. oh that. yeah Oh, and he would have said, "Oh man, getting excited about bringing baseball to town, or whatever." Yeah. You know, we're worried about you know. replacing
2: the dome, <laughs> right? Twenty-five years ago, uh, who was the chief of police? Was it uh, Boza? Tony Boza, I think maybe. Who said we don't have a gang problem when yeah. we definitely did? Mm-hmm. I Say, still did do. you see the uh, did you see the editor uh, editorial today in the Star Tribune from uh, Take Action Minnesota? I I. Or it's no. it's unbelievable if you have a Star Tribune and I'm talking to all GLers, uh, pick up a pick up a Star Tribune today, turn to the last page. Um, oh. lower right headline these candidates will move all in our city safely forward and they endorse the candidates that they'd like to see elected to oh. city council. Robin Wansley, Steve Fletcher, Philippe Cunningham, Jeremiah Ellison, Nick Corr, Jason Chavez, Aisha, Chug a hot tie. sorry about that, Aisha, and Jeremy Schroeder. What the hell is Philippe Cunningham and Jeremiah Ellison doing on this list? And in this editorial, they bashed the mayor for his pro-police stance and bringing in the National Guard to protect us. This is why these are the people you talk about, Suits, that are living in the other world. Well, what the hell world are you people living in?
1: And you'll rue the day you don't reelect Fry. How's that coming from the mayor of Garage Logic? Well, oh,
4: remember we- you will oh. rue the day. Remember we played the audio from the uh, one of the gals that's running ag- or wants to run against him. And I thought, get your house sold now if this
1: woman gets elected. Mm-hmm. More from Heather McDonald uh, it corroborates something we've been seeing. As lawless as Minneapolis speak, has become, it is hardly atypical. Drive by shootings and homicides jumped nationwide during and after the Floyd riots. Homicides rose 50% in Chicago uh, in 2020, 46% in New York City, and 38% in Los Angeles. The U.S. saw the largest annual percentage increase in homicides in recorded history in 2020. The increase continued into 2021. The number of shooting victims in Chicago was up 43% in the first three months of 2021, compared with the same period in 2020. Through May 16, the number of shooting victims in New York City is up 78.6% over a year ago. In the Bronx, the number is up 165.7%. Wow. The media and Democratic politicians attribute the crime increase to the pandemic and attendant shutdowns, but the violent surge of 2020 began only after the George Floyd riots. More than two months after COVID-19 devastated the economy. No industrialized country saw anything comparable. Crime dropped in the U.K. and Canada, where lockdowns were more severe than in the U.S. Of the at least 100 homicide victims in Minneapolis since May 25, 2020, only one was killed by a police officer. The victim was a suspected gunrunner who had tried to run over officers before shooting at them through his car window, causing them to return fire. There is little evidence that the Minneapolis Police Department systemically violates black civil rights. But Attorney General Merrick Garland has opened a civil rights investigation into the Minneapolis Police Department. If history is any guide, the resulting consent decree will cause crime to increase in the city as officers back off further from proactive policing.
2: And to think that today began with a gunfight. (laughs) Opening ceremony. (laughs) Do we know, uh,
1: Reeves, do we know, uh, can we reach someone who might be on the square right now from Channel 5?
4: I will will email down to the news desk right now.
1: Uh, Let's do that and and attempt to... uh, (laughs) Uh, to reach them. Uh, I hope you're listening to this, uh, employers. Uh, do you want to work downtown? Do you want to fight those Escape skyscrapers? Escapetomendota.com. <laughs> Center point of Mendota Heights Commercial Office Park. It's an 8 building campus in a rolling shaded setting it's it's easy access to highway 55 62 494 and 694 it's a park-like setting you're not fighting downtown construction problems you're not fighting flying bullets you're not fighting waiting for an elevator you're not fighting parking you park right in front of your own unit out in center point and you get your own restroom there's no elevators to wait for and then if you want to have lunch outside on a fine summer day like today you walk outside your front door and sit under some trees in a park-like setting. The office space is all customizable, too. Uh, take the drone tour, or better yet, do what I did, take the real tour. Go to escapetondota.com. That's one word. Escapetomenndota.com for a completely new way of looking at your work experience from here on out. Escape
6: This is Patrick Gracie with the Canopy Group. What does dedication, perseverance, resilience, and accomplishment best describe today? The Canopy Group believes it's the graduating classes of 2021. What we are most proud of for these graduates is their ability to overcome challenges in their pursuit of future opportunities. True to their perseverance and resiliency, these students are finding new ways to celebrate their milestones and their success on this journey. It puts a smile on all of our faces as we drive through communities and see dozens and thousands and hundreds of yard signs. It, uh, it is amazing that what these graduating students have gone through, and they deserve the spotlight for they are Minnesota's future. Please join the Canopy Group in honoring your friends, relatives, and neighbors who represent the graduating classes of 2021. This is Reavers once again
4: for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. And Josh, has a very basic question for you. Do you know what you own? You see, Mr. Money Talk's clients, and that's Josh Arnold, by the way, they always know what they own. He has found out that most people that he meets with every single day, they have no idea. Josh has seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bond Bonds. And there are real instances of people that are paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that these bonds currently yield. Josh begs of you, know what you own. You see, trust is often overused and it's even harder to find. Take it from me that you can trust Josh. Give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation with absolutely zero obligation. Call him at 952-925-5608. Once again, that's 952 925 Two five five six zero eight for Mister Money Talk, Josh Arnold.
2: You cannot stop him; he'll just make a move, Joe Sussure well uh, the sun came up this morning dkmags.com threw open their doors at 10 a.m if you're a resident of minneapolis and st paul i'd get over there right now uh, because dkmags.com they've been at it since 1999 a very experienced staff good selection fair prices and a nice ample selection of new and used pistols revolvers shotguns rifles ammo magazines parts accessories And everything we need and love. They're on Old 8, New Brighton, and Monticello, uh, and in Monticello at Monticello Pawn and Gun. You heard me mention used, right? Yeah. DK Mags will pay you for your used firearm or trade you into something else a little more useful, maybe something to protect your family, your home, your livelihood, whatever. It's been my shop of choice in the Twin Cities for many, many years, and it's all due to the guys and gals that work there. Smart, friendly, and very helpful. Check them out. Scroll through the pages and pages of firearms available. It's all on their website, dkmags.com.
6: Following a developing story near 38th in Chicago just after 10 o'clock this morning, gunshots were heard in the 3800 block of Elliott Avenue South, and then a vehicle sped away. People in the George Floyd Square area say they ran as they heard the shooting. One person did show up at Abbott Northwestern Hospital with a gunshot wound. Minneapolis police say the victim is listed in critical condition but is expected to survive. Why
1: don't you play... Uh if you can, if it's not difficult. Sure. Can you play the AP guy again where you can actually hear the gunshots? I sure can, Joe. Hang yeah, on. that's... that's
5: that, that, you
1: can't make this up, folks. You cannot
5: make Son, this up. U.S. President Joe Biden had. They wanted this bill of comprehensive police reform uh, to be... Uh, to, just got to be careful
3: here with some gunshots. Excuse us. Excuse us. It sounds like gunshots are so sure
4: does there, Billy.
3: Sure does, dear, really.
1: Listen, by the way, I'm going to play this again. Usually it's a sign of gunshots when you hear somebody yelling, get down. Yeah, that's a good sign. Um, yeah. Listen
4: to the very beginning of this audio once again. I Here, think he's ta- is he
1: talking about the Floyd family visiting
4: Biden today? Yes, but listen to what, listen to what bill he wants to pass, President Biden. Okay? Mm-hmm. Listen to the, what, the audio at the very beginning. <clears throat>
5: ...and U.S. President Joe Biden had. They wanted this bill of comprehensive police reform uh, ah, to be... Uh,
4: to that'll get her done.
5: Just got to be careful here with some gunshots. Excuse
3: us, excuse us.
4: <laughs> <laughs> this comprehensive police reform. Please hold on. There's gunshots in the background.
3: It sounds like gunshots. I don't know what that says. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can't make it up.
2: <clears throat> wow. Wow! wow. That wow.
4: comprehensive police reform, boys, that'll
1: get her done. That's the problem, Joe. More from Heather McDonald. After Floyd's death, the Minneapolis City Council called for abolishing the police department and replacing it with a new transformative model for cultivating safety.
2: <laughs> it sounds better every time you say it.
1: Abolition didn't happen, but some folks in the community got the message anyway that they have a sort of open season on their enemies said Alicia Smith, the executive director of the Corcoran Neighborhood Organization. Attrition is accomplishing the same goal as defunding. At least 200 officers have resigned or gone on leave since May of 2020, leaving the Minneapolis Police Department understaffed by nearly a third. Officers' morale and mission were destroyed by the failure to defend the third precinct and to prevent the torching and looting of businesses during the May 2020 riots Newly uh, newly retired Lieutenant Kim Voss wrote in a Feb 2021 op-ed. The area around what is now called George Floyd Square is still burned out and desolate, isolated within a civilian-enforced police-free zone. I am afraid. I am frightened. I am mentally ill right now, a local barbecue shop owner told the Star Tribune in March. Uh, I I can't go on. We all know this. We've been discussing it and We welcome Heather McDonald to the fray. I I went up and grabbed the editorial Kenny was referencing. Uh, Actually, it's a letter sent to the Star Tribune, and the Star Tribune printed it. It's a letter sent by Take Action Minnesota political committee members who live in Minneapolis, Amity Foster, Joey Giffen-Hunter, Hallie Norman, and committee co-chair Claudia Zavala. And uh, at one point they say, if I didn't know better, I would think this was a satire.
2: Yeah, it does. It's so funny.
1: This year, Minneapolis residents have a historic opportunity to keep our city moving forward. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This city's at the best, what this city's doing is a dog paddle. It's not moving forward. You morons. The struggle to build a city that keeps everyone safe. <clears throat> 30 gunshots started today's ceremony. The struggle to build a city that keeps everyone safe and ends violent systems designed to harm. The systems are designed to harm black, brown, native, and poor people. Oh, B.S. B as in B, S as in S. But that's the mysterious mantra, the Mysterian mantra. That the system, the the, the system of America was created specifically, this is a Mysterian message, specifically to harm Uh brown, black, native, and poor people. That's not what the system of America was created to do. It was created to lift everyone up, and everyone may be lifted up if they so choose. But you Mysterians keep selling the American public on the idea that America is a tragic place that could be undone only if we eliminate all whiteness.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's time for a new public safety system that works for everyone. It's not working. It will not work
2: for everyone. <laughs> I'm reading ahead. I'm I can't take this, this is a I'm joke. Sorry. I'm sorry, I'm snickering. <laughs> you don't have to apologize. This <laughs> <the> is preposterous. <laughs> just just ahead, a, a, a paragraph ahead of where you left off, the leaders have endorsed uh, embrace a vision i'm sorry i'll start over the leaders we have endorsed embraced a vision of life-affirming institutions (laughs) they support investments in housing health and community services Uh, part of health is just simply staying alive right yeah Um, that make our city safer incumbents on this list are committed to transform uh, transformational change and led to the, practic- the practical fight for investments in new mental health teams, violence prevention programs, and initiatives to move nonviolent 911 calls out of police departments to other city departments. Wow. Reavers, cue the AP interview, please.
4: Okay.
5: I think you should be playing
2: it as
1: a punctuation mark to... Most paragraphs we can come up with today.
5: And US President Joe Biden had. They wanted this bill of comprehensive police reform uh, to be. Uh, to... Just gotta be careful here with some gunshots.
1: It
3: sounds like gunshots. I'd you know yeah, what
2: it says. It does.
1: Uh, it, it does, does Larry. It
2: sounds like it to me. Not just some microwave popcorn you know what it sounds like such when when you're sitting in the duck blind in the fall and the guys a couple <laughs> yeah. of guys in the next pothole over all all of a sudden they have 12 mallards come swooping in and they're both just bam 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 it sounds like they're duck hunting right there's so many shots back to heather Uh, Back to Heather McDonald, the
1: victims of uh, additional crime increase will, as always, be disproportionately black. At least three-quarters of Minneapolis' homicide and shooting victims are black, though the city is less than a fifth black. Monsieur Sharpton and Crump have no answers for that dilemma, so they ignore it. While police need to train relentlessly in de-escalation and sound tactics, they are not the problem in minority communities. Criminals are. Thank you. As long as the police are demonized and scapegoated, law-abiding residents of high-crime neighborhoods will continue to live in fear and wonder why no one protests when their loved ones are murdered by gangs with guns. Uh, Heather McDonald is a fellow at the Manhattan Institute and author of the book, The War on Cops. You have it, Heather. You got it. Minneapolis is going to go under.
2: Yeah. If If
1: Fry doesn't get elected, and if Fry holds out in his at least timid understanding that police are necessary, the city will
2: disappear. I don't know how else you're supposed to look at this. Do you think the residents of Minneapolis realize that? Do you think they realize that around Calhoun, Lake of the Isles? Man, you're reading
1: reading my mind. Southwest, you know. You live on uh, one of those mansions overlooking Lake Harriet. Are you, are you involved? Do you realize what's happening to the city? Do you realize your wealth is in play? Do you yeah. realize that the entire structure of the city is in play? There's beautiful neighborhood after neighborhood after neighborhood in Minneapolis. You, you, whether you like it or not, uh, beautiful neighborhoods, you are joined at the hip with the people in North Minneapolis, as well yeah. you should be. Mm-hmm. You're joined at the hip. This is a citywide. Are any of you people doing anything? Look up. Who represents that area of the
2: city? I'm on it. Uh, You know, it's what you said yesterday that got me thinking about this. You you mentioned you're talking to us outstaters saying, you know, this this should matter to us out here because when Minneapolis goes, it's going to affect the entire state. And all afternoon yesterday and last night I'm thinking, you know, I wonder how many people on the south side actually – give a damn about what's going on over north and around mm-hmm. 38th in Chicago. Uh, you know, people down around Minnehaha Park in that area, that's a blue-collar <coughs> neighborhood. People over in southwest, um, you know, close to Edina, do they mm-hmm. care? Do they know? Do, do they think since it, it's not happening in their neighborhood, it doesn't matter? They should be making a lot of noise right now, a lot of noise. Your, <laughs> well, two
1: things let's, uh, you, you've got the mansion on Lake Harriet and good for you. Two things you need to keep in mind. One, you're, you're not going to be insulated from a collapsed city. If in fact it comes to that, you just won't be your, uh, all of your commerce and all of your daily business doings and habits will change. Two, you're also under, uh, the eye of poorly elected people uh, people who are incompetent who want to completely undo a single family neighborhood yeah uh, you, you will become victim to the 2040 plan which is to end single family neighborhoods to build more sustainable housing and to allow more uh, families to live in a unit where it used to be single family housing you're you're under attack on two fronts, and you, you people also had best wake up and produce candidates to run for office. Andrew Johnson, by the way. Andrew Johnson, you, about whom you never hear.
4: No. He's probably the most productive because we never hear him from him.
1: I, 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 it's funny you mention that, Kenny. I've always wondered that. I've been, I've been to 38th in Chicago oh, seven or eight times in the last year. For a variety of reasons. And I always think to myself when I get there, this could be everywhere in the city. This could be everywhere in the city, the way things are going. Cue the AP, please. Cue the AP. All right.
5: Here we go. U.S. President Joe Biden had. They wanted this bill of comprehensive police reform uh, to be. uh, Just got to be careful here with some gunshots. Excuse us. Excuse us.
3: sounds like gunshots. I don't know what that says. Leave it running. Okay. These
0: seem
3: to be gunshots.
1: Thanks. This is the start of today's celebration.
2: that's more. Yep. Yes. Oh, we weren't even
4: playing these earlier. I apologize. I thought that was it.
5: I was gone at this point
1: too.
4: That's the end of the video. It's a minute long.
5: Always <sighs> have it
2: ready today. Okay. Linnea mm. Palmisano, Ward 13. That's what I call Southwest. It's down by Edina. Haven't heard one word out of her. Ward 11, which is South Central. Jeremy Schroeder. Haven't heard one word out of him. Uh, Ward 12, hold on, i got to zoom out. Um, his name is Andrew Johnson. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, nothing from Andrew. Let's go up to northeast, Ward 1 It Borders Columbia Height. His name is Kevin. Hold on, this map is not friendly. Kevin something, I'm sorry, but I, I haven't heard one word out of him. Kevin Reich. He, Kevin Reich. Yeah, and his neighborhood is right across the freeway from north.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, what did, remember when Annette Meeks joined us? Mm-hmm. What did she say yes. about uh, Steve Fletcher when they were complaining about all the, the rise in crime and their H- hire your own security? Yep, there you yeah. go. There's your city council right there.
1: This is truly. Uh, uh, this is turning out to be a more memorable day than we ever could have imagined. Since uh, one year ago. Yeah, this is this is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous.
4: Well, and you see the car in, in this video. I retweeted it for those of you that'd like to see it. The, the, the vehicle that's speeding away obviously is one of the, the, the people firing the gun. But they go right through the square in front of all of the assembled media.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: With their plate clearly, well, it might have been carjacked, who knows, but with their plate clearly visible. Do you think anyone bothered to get the plate? Well, I mean, you can
2: see it clear as day in this video carjacked, stolen car. Isn't it amazing, Such, that the, two, uh, the three worst wards, uh, four, three, four, and five, uh, two of them run, uh, one of them by Philippe, the other one by Jeremiah. Yep. Just absolutely awful council members endorsed by this, what the hell do they call themselves? Take, Take Action. Take Action, Minnesota. Yeah. Because
1: we're moving forward.
2: Yeah. And then Steve Fletcher has downtown.
1: You want to escape the noise of the rest of the world, including gunshots? Boy, Then. Get up to play the quarry and the legend at Giants Ridge, they're open. This is the greatest value in Minnesota golf, two of the greatest public courses in the entire country. They offer group golf rates for groups of eight or more, including customized tournament packages that they will help you with. There's a 37-hole special, play the Legend and the Quarry, 36 holes of Minnesota's best golf plus lunch between rounds for $160 plus tax on weekdays and $175 plus tax on weekends. You play them on the same day. You get to eat at the Wakuda Grill at the Quarry. Uh, And it's more than golf. It's a beautiful land and forests and lakes and greenery and quietude and hiking and biking and water recreation. It's a true uh, break, a true break from uh, uh, life closest to the country's tallest buildings. You can find out much more and book your tee times, of course, at GiantsRidge.com. And you can view 3D course flyovers of the legend and quarry at GiantsRidge.com. Reality with a bite. The Joe Shu Share Show. Shashi cha.
5: Easy for me to say.
2: Uh, I don't know. I, I have a feeling you weren't paying attention yesterday, so I'm going to tell you again today. That deck that's hanging off the back of your house, that thing sucks. Get it <laughs> out of there. And uh, while while I'm at it, that tin shed that's kind of listing to one side, that needs to go. And I'm eyeballing that ugly old two uh, two car garage. I'm not happy with that. All of these things need to go. And what you need to do, and I mean do it right now. Pause me if you have to. Get on the website aimhighconstructionmn.com. These are the good guys. These guys will turn your life. These guys will turn your life around roofing, siding, decks, kitchens, bathrooms, garage, indoor work, basements, flooring, countertops, you name it, Aim High Construction has done it and they do it well, including commercial work. Uh, But the COVID deal, you know what we're dealing with with that, hard to find stuff, prices too high, so we're gonna give them some time. You're gonna call them today, you're gonna book something in the future, give them time to find the best material for you. They're perfectionists. Everything they do has to be perfect with this crew. Check them out, log on right now, aimhighconstructionmn.com.
5: And U.S. President Joe Biden had. They wanted this bill of comprehensive police reform uh, to be... Uh, just got to be careful here with some gunshots. This,
3: it sounds like gunshots, I don't know what this is. These seem to be gunshots.
5: By the way,
4: underneath that, Joe, underneath that video, Kenny, I saw that you just retweeted this as well. He had a follow-up with with a picture of the square, and it says, George Floyd Square, this was two hours ago, uh, just after he posted that video, same reporter. George Floyd Square, very quiet again now, but a fellow reporter just had her phone smashed because she
1: took photos of a storefront hit by a bullet. And go. don't forget, the kids party starts at about three this afternoon.
2: Hey, we're gonna have clouds and, and we're
1: gonna trains. have music and we're gonna have food and we have a lot of activities for the kids. So uh, That's hang part
2: in. of their trying to control the narrative, trying to control what, what gets out there, mm-hmm. you know. I'm surprised the AP guy was allowed in, actually. Really?
1: Climate activist Isra Hersey, the eighteen year old daughter of Representative Ilhan Omar, added the communist hammer and sickle to her Twitter bio and has openly called for a communist revolution online. Uh, I normally don't mention children, but she is 18, and I'm mentioning this for a specific reason that I'll get to in a moment. Hersey, who co-founded The U.S. Youth Climate Strike, and has received fawning coverage from liberal media outlets, added the infamous symbol to her profile at some point in the last three weeks' Internet Archive show. In addition to this, a year ago, she openly called for a communist revolution online and is reportedly in charge of writing some of her mother's tweets. Percy will be attending Columbia University. What's a marriage made in heaven? A commie uh, entering the failed academy. Throughout the last century, communist regimes, of course, have resulted in oppression and death for tens of millions of people worldwide, and especially in the nascent Soviet Union. It is then that the hammer and sickle symbol was first adopted among the proletariat or working class and has since become the international emblem of communism. The congresswoman's daughter has amassed a massive following on Twitter and Instagram through her work with the U.S. Youth Climate Strike. She has also spoken at prestigious venues, including giving her own TED Talk at Wake Forest University in North Good Carolina Lord. called wow. An Angry Black Girl. Hersey was named to Forbes' 40 Under 40 Government and Politics list in 2020 and has been featured wow. in New York Magazine and has been described as saving the planet by Vice News for her climate change work. Additionally, Percy was a panelist for a climate conference at her soon-to-be alma mater in February and gave a lecture at the University of Washington last month. All right. Uh, kid, you be a commie. I don't really give a bleep one way or another. But as Geordie said, don't these fools see the irony? The worst polluting countries in the world are communists. Can you say China, young lady? Can you say China? You think they give a bleep about your climate conference crap? Mm-hmm. Of course, of course, she's a perfect example of what I mean when I say the climate change movement has nothing to do with the environment. Nothing. It's a revolutionary front. It has nothing to do with the environment. And it's a shame to see so many people get, get drawn into it. So many people that should be much smarter than this knucklehead.
2: Uh, and she really thinks she's something and really cutesy and people call her on it and she makes fun of the right and the people that call her for being a moron and things. It says stuff like, oh, little old me, a teenager, blah, 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 blah. Um, so, you know, I have never thought about this suit. It's really plaguing me and I know I have brought it up a few times in the past couple of weeks and months. You know whose fault all of this is? People like her, people like Ilhan Omar, Hmm. people like Philippe Cunningham, it's our fault. Yes it is. It's our fault, because we can't get our S together. Mm -hmm. You Trump Republicans and Trump haters, we need to knock this BS off, we need to start talking to each other, and we need to take control of this country again. It's going down the toilet, and we're all fighting each other like a bunch of little schoolyard babies. We need to knock this S off, get it together, and take over again. Start sending this country down the right path. This is ridiculous. We, we can't afford to sit here and point fingers at these people and say, aren't they awful? Something should be done. And then, and then get into these ridiculous arguments and, and uh, wars with each other.
1: Mr. Mayor, I inventoried the contents of my safe deposit box recently, and I was surprised to discover a long-forgotten news clipping. But I knew why I had saved it just as soon as I read the headline. Americans' diets will change by 2050 as population doubles. Even decades ago, I had already grown weary of so-called experts' apocalyptic predictions. I decided to keep this news story from Feb 18, 1995 in a safe place so future me could check its veracity. Okay, it's not 2050 yet, but I may not be around then. So let's see how we're doing so far, 26 years after this story appeared in the Pioneer Press. 1995. A panel of experts said Friday that U.S. lands already are pushed nearly to the limit of production and crop yield increases are not going to keep up with an American population that will double to 520 million people within 60 years. 2021. Projected 2050 U.S. population is 389 million, according to the U.S. Census Bureau. That's less than half the growth predicted by experts in 1995. 1995. The United States will cease to be a food exporter by about 2025 if these trends continue. <coughs> Excuse me. Perfect because trend. all the food will be needed to feed Americans. 2021. US farm exports were catapult to a near record 152 billion during the fiscal year that started on October 21st said the USDA on November 23rd, 2020. Exports generate 20% of income for U.S. farmers. Half of the wheat and soybeans, 85% of cotton, two thirds of rice, and one fourth of pork produced on U.S. farms is exported. 1995. American agriculture depends heavily on oil, and domestic wells will be sucked dry within 20 years, said Arbor. Albert Allen Bartlett of the University of Chicago. When the domestic supplies are exhausted, the United States will be forced to import more expensive foreign oil, raising the cost of growing food and prices at the supermarket. 2021. According to the U.S. Energy Information Administration, the United States became a net annual petroleum exporter in 2020. So uh, this is from Downing. Day after day, year after year, the news media continue to parrot the latest of these expert predictions, never bothering to fact-check them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Isn't
1: that amazing?
2: It really is. And that
1: gave Downing an idea. What if Trump were to tweet, the earth is warming, cars are evil? Would he get fact-checked on that? (laughs) And you'll note, you'll remember that yesterday... I, I told you that uh, this Radisson Hotel in La Crosse, really a nice place, uh, could not provide breakfast because they can't find any employees to mm-hmm. come in. Yep. And I got an email from Phil who writes, I was driving on the service road of life yesterday and found a thought about your breakfast dilemma. A capitalist economy relies, in part, on optionality and resource limitations. In our semi-capitalist economy, labor is one of the most important and most limited resources. The United States has now entered into the market in a new way by competing for labor. People, the providers of labor, already have many options to choose from in exchanging their labor, now have the additional option of receiving funding from the government, uh, uh, receive Receiving funding from the United States government in exchange for not providing their labor. Said another way, the United States government is offering financing in repression of the labor resource. What we have found out is that it takes a rather substantial amount of money and benefits offered by a private employer to compete with the United States government. The labor repression causes the value of labor to rise, but private entities cannot afford to compete on that level. One of the great problems with the United States entering in as a competitor with private entities is that the Radisson will always be limited by its revenue. The United States will only be limited by other people's money. Consequently, it is almost as if the United States is using Radisson's money to pay people to not work for Radisson, and you're paying the United States government to prevent Radisson from serving you breakfast. Mr. Concierge, I think I'll take an extra mint for the road. Thank you. (laughs) Isn't that wonderful? very good. Isn't that wonderful? God almighty. That's amazing. Uh, No... Uh, no, no, no. We just called No Tom Eaton, Eaton in Loveland, Colorado. The wife and I will be traveling back to Minnesota to visit our son in a few weeks. We live in Colorado, and I'm taking a large cooler with me to stop at Grunhofer's before we come home. Do they have dry ice? We called. They do not, but you can go to the Google. Uh, you can go to the There's uh, a uh, Google, <clears throat> Tom, and find dry ice very near Grunhofer's That's in right. Google.
4: That's right. Yeah.
1: Uh, Spencer has received the plumbing permit approval for the new store in Forest Lake, but now the approved state permit is sitting at Forest Lake for review. (laughs) This poor guy. Spencer's been fighting City Hall while he's making brats. All brats are in stock for Memorial Day weekend grilling. Wagyu steaks will be back in stock this coming Thursday, and it is recommended that we try the new Ellsworth Creamery Cheese Curd Beef Stick. Mm, mm, That sounds mm. really good. Grunhofer's old-fashioned meats. Meatloaf, steaks, burgers, brats, salmon, ham, bacon, seasoning. It's just been a wonderful, wonderful discovery with another great weekend coming up for grilling. It's Grunhofer's old-fashioned meats on the Highway of Love and Meat, Highway 61, right at the north end of Hugo. Mm -hmm.
0: Truth, justice, and the suit
2: 50 years. 50 years as a family-owned and operated multi-line power sports dealer in Monticello. Of course, I'm talking about Moon Motorsports. The weather, beautiful folks out riding again you got to join in the fun and get the family machine you've always been wanting, always been looking for and dreaming about anything from scooters to ATVs, dirt bikes, side-by-sides. They have the widest selection of recreational machines in the region. And for those of you who always wanted to try out that Can-Am Spider, that three-wheeler deal, they they look so fun. There's a uh, a, a Can-Am Spider RT on-road experience demo it's coming up at the end of the week, Friday and Saturday. This week, uh, Moon Motorsports are on the south side of 94, west of 25 in Monticello. Uh, they're selling Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Triumph, BMW, Ducati, KTM, Yamaha Skidoo, And they're also on the web at moonmotorsports.com.
5: And uh, U.S. President Joe Biden had. They wanted this bill of comprehensive police reform uh, to be... Uh, just gotta be careful here with some gunshots. Excuse
3: us, excuse us. It sounds like gunshots. i do have know, you know what this is. Yeah. yeah. These seem to be gunshots.
4: Mostly peaceful gunshots.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Followed by some more peaceful ones coming yeah. up here. <laughs> Did he just say the S word? I think so.
2: Yeah. Do you
1: blame him? So what? (laughs) Well, you know why he did, by the way.
4: Here, I'll tell you in a second. You you know why he did? And Kenny, I don't know if you saw this because I know you retweeted this video as well. The vehicle that was leaving and speeding away was headed directly to where they were set up. I mean, it looked like they were going to get rammed by this Suburban.
2: It's funny, you can tell who's experienced by watching that video I retweeted. One, the, the first two gunshots go off, there's a small handful of guys that just bolt. They yep. know right away what's going on. And then the rest of them are kinda of looking around like what was that? And then the next flurry happens and then they start hiding. You know there's a,
4: there's a thing that everybody that works weekend nights downtown that when you hear, cause it, it's happened to us on occasion when I was still working downtown, that you, you hit the deck and you just get cover, right? And it's normally at closing time because th- there are occasions where someone will come back in and try to steal money or whatever. So I was texting with someone yesterday about, you know, how is downtown, are you guys feeling safe? He goes, it's a freaking war zone. Hmm. Yeah, It's just like that every freaking yeah. weekend at,
1: in downtown Minneapolis. It's a shame. Chicago's mayor is a woman named Lori Lightfoot, uh, she's the first black woman and openly gay person elected to run that city, and for stories regarding her two-year anniversary as mayor, she will only talk to reporters of color. She will not talk to uh, white reporters, oh. and this is this is her means of uh, protesting what she believes to be an absence of diversity in the news gathering business. Well, then why don't you encourage uh, kids of color, Lori, to go to uh, become journalists? Yeah. I, I, the, the, these, these news gathering organizations would be more than happy to hire uh, people of color. Where are they? Come on in. Although the same rotten, no good, miserable words, I can't say, people that own the Pioneer Press, Alden Capital, they just bought the Chicago Tribune, oh. so that, that paper will be in uh, tatters, in ruins, once uh, Alden gets done harvesting whatever they can, and then just leave enough uh, oxygen in the tank to let the paper cripple along like the Pioneer Press does. Uh, what's your friend's name that works for the Tribune? Is it you or Royce? Uh Don't you have a good friend that works at the Tribune? Well, I've had many over the years. I, uh, no one currently. Oh, okay. are, you th- are you thinking about Bob Verde, the maybe, hockey
4: writer? Maybe that's it. Do you think that one day then he'll show up to write his column, and they'll say, "Well, you you guys don't
1: don't work here anymore. You moved down the street." And the Tribune has one of the most beautiful, you know, old skyscrapers oh, yeah. in Chicago. Wouldn't that be something to go in there? And there's a new guy at the desk, and he says, "You're not here anymore." This is a U-Haul now. This is a, yeah. This is a U-Haul <laughs> headquarters. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but <laughs> I have tragic news. Oh no, there's a firework shortage. What? Yes. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, that'll make Melvin Carter happy. The uh, the interstate stores, you know, along ninety four when you're going into Wisconsin, uh, they can't keep it in stock. Uh, the pandemic, for some reason, caused a lot of people to have more and more backyard celebrations, so they were buying up all the all the fireworks, and of course, and then there's a shortage of uh, uh, people in China making fireworks. I don't know why, uh, but the Chinese uh, are shutting down uh, some of the factories, uh, and they're not—they're not, they're not going to have enough fireworks for the Fourth of July. No. So buy early. You got to buy early, I guess. See Wait if there's a minute. left on the stores? Wait a minute, Kenny. I forget. Did you ask that
4: question on or off the air earlier about if someone put a microphone in said person's face? About uh, thirtieth about in Chicago.
2: I don't
1: know.
4: Well, anyway. It was off
1: the air. I let, think it should be set on the air. Let's
4: say someone gets a hold of Klobuchar, whoever, everyone's in town. Yeah, they get a microphone, off. and they're going to say, well, I think it might have been fireworks.
1: What if they use that as an excuse? No, it wasn't fireworks. The cops have already confirmed it wasn't fireworks. <laughs> well, yeah, somebody might think it's fireworks. And, and more tragic news. No. No grand old day this year for the second year in a row. Why? Oh, yeah. Wow. We're in the clear. Well. it's it's, uh it's going to be canceled again uh but they still think they'll have one in 2022 they're looking forward to the future but they're just not going to be one this year
4: do you think though that that's probably a wise idea just given the current state of both downtowns
1: yeah can you imagine i mean none of us would go well, it, there's an age uh, after which if you go to a grand old day you should be arrested. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, unless well, you have kids.
2: Well, If you have what kids, age?
1: you're okay. But if you're uh, uh, if you're uh, 30 or older and you're going unattended to grand old days, you should be uh, brought in on moral charges. <laughs>
2: Come on. <laughs> Yeah, stay home and day drink like the rest of us on the
1: That's weekend. right. You stay out of there.
2: <laughs> I, I think the last time I went, I was under 30, so I think I'm okay. <laughs> uh, we went to the very first one. How long ago I was that? I can see that really that excited in- <laughs> everyone back in the uh, 30s. When, when was that? Uh, uh, I'm looking now. What year was the it? The roaring 20s.
1: I thought I read that when it was. I think it was 1974. I'm sorry, 1973. Grand old day first kicked off in nineteen seventy three hmm. uh, I worked it once as a over thirty year old is that okay well, at the height of its popularity before it became uh was it what do we call it log jammed uh, Lumberjacked. Uh, no, Lumberjacked? Lumberjacked. Yep. Lumberjacked? yeah lumberjack 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 I mean it got to the point where you know to contain drinkers they were putting them in corrals. Mm-hmm. remember that
5: mm-hmm. they were yeah.
1: setting up corrals and uh yeah. uh it was at the height of every single neighborhood in the metro it had to have a its own celebration. I always
4: loved the kids from St. Thomas that would have the big shopping carts with a nice keg in the middle of it. Oh, that I, was always a nice touch. Yeah. You you misspoke. Uh, log jammed is a big Lebowski um, reference.
2: Yeah, that's, that's right. a log. Yeah, yeah, log that's, right. that's right. That's right. Hey, how's the smut industry, Jackie? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That movie's in my top ten career. Oh no doubt, has to be, doesn't it? No He's, doubt. You know. you have Say to use uh, so many cuss words. Uh, the wild one last night, and we'll play here tomorrow. I, that surprised me, especially when you're outshot forty to fourteen. How
4: Holy man. in the bleep did they win that game? So,
1: well, pretty accurate I fell, as, I fell asleep early. I couldn't stay up, so I got the uh, first period under my belt, and I gave up. That's it for me. I'm not. Then I did get up for an old man reason at about eleven (laughs) thirty. And they were still playing? They were in the third period and the wild were up three to two. Did I
4: see that they only had one
1: shot on goal in the second period? I I haven't seen a box score. Wow. Uh, the Star Tribune didn't have the game. The Pioneer Press did. I wonder how that happened. The Pioneer Press had the game in my home delivered paper today. That's
4: that's that quality ownership you were talking about.
1: Oh that turd. Some hedge fund bleep.
2: You're trying to get cast, aren't you? You're actually trying. <laughs>
1: trying to do what? Trying
2: to get, get fired. fired. No,
1: I'm not going to. I, I held it back. I held it back. Yeah, that, trust me, GLers. He is holding it back. Say, <laughs> <laughs> I was on a three-day car trip over the weekend, this past weekend, and I took my new Fiat. I have a Fiat Abarth 124 Spider, and I cannot, I cannot tell you how happy I am. With that, at one point under a neutral load in six in six speed, by neutral load I mean a level uh, and I pressed this info button. I was getting fifty two miles to the gallon. What? Holy in, crap! In six speed, turning about twenty six hundred rpms. The car's a six speed, so essentially it has two overdrives, fifth and sixth gear. And uh, I was with all my buddies who had their triumphs. And you know, I didn't need six neighbors to put the top up, and the windows worked. And we were going through torrential rain, and I had—I was in the right car. It's—they're fantastic. It—I just looked. Schmelz has four left. Schmelz Countryside of Maplewood, uh, on the southeast quadrant of thirty-six and sixty-one. They have two Lusos—that's a trim level—and two Abarths, which is the top of the uh, trim level in the Fiat one twenty-four Spider. And when those are gone, they're gone. Because Stellantis, which sounds like an ulcer medication, is the new name of the Chrysler outfit. Uh, uh, Chrysler, Fiat, Maserati, what have you. Uh, they've, they've, they've ended production of the Fiat 124 after four years. And uh, I couldn't be happier that I got one. There's four left at Schmel's Countryside. And right now, 0% for 60 months on all 2021 VWs. Uh, they do have the uh, electric vehicle ID4 in stock, still available for May delivery. And uh, I, this is where I shop and have for years and will continue to. It's a multi-generational dealership. They don't own 40 stores. This is it. And they're 10 minutes from everything. And great websites to view the inventory. SchmelzVW.com, SchmelzAlphaRomeo.com, and SchmelzFiat.com.
4: And now a man who's on more than he's off, Joe Zuzuret. GLers. Hold on, Joe. Let me me tell you about Mosquito Shield. It's officially Mosquito Season, GLers. Call Ray and Mike. They are a father and son team who own and operate two franchises right here in the Twin Cities. And now they are serving Western Wisconsin. Jay is a fellow GLer, by the way. And he was so impressed last year by the Mosquito Shield ads on GL. He wanted the service for his yard, so he bought his own franchise. And he is now servicing Western Wisconsin. Listen, getting rid of mosquitoes and ticks is their expertise, not like some other pest control companies that also spray for bugs. These guys, they focus on the mosquitoes and ticks only. And that's important because they use a proprietary blend that is specifically formulated to rid your yard of mosquitoes and ticks. So here's the deal. You can find them online at MoShield.com, M-O-Shield.com, and you can click on the locations or just give Ray and Mike a call at 612-619-1556 for Minnesota Yards. And for Western Wisconsin, call Jay at 715-410-4221. If you mention GL during that phone call, you will get $75 off your
1: service. MoShield.com. Brah. Uh, cue the opening ceremony for today's George Floyd commemoration. And oh. keep in mind after you hear this that the kids' activities and the food and the music start later this afternoon. But we kicked her off this morning at 10.30 a.m. with the following.
5: Since U.S. President Joe Biden had. They wanted this bill of comprehensive police reform uh, to be... Uh, to... Just got to be careful here with some gunshot. Excuse us, excuse us.
3: It sounds like
4: gunshots.
3: i would let to you know what that
2: says. Yep, it is. These seem to be gunshots.
4: Nice. That's the card? Yep. hmm Here it comes.
5: Shit.
0: Shit, wait a second. Yeah.
4: You know how we always talk about the set on someone?
1: Mm-hmm.
4: How about the camera guy?
1: Camera guys are unheralded.
4: Stayed in position the entire time to capture that Suburban that was uh, you know, riding off with gunshots. Mm-hmm. My goodness gracious. That would not well, have been me. I would every have been running the other way.
1: Every time there's one of these adventure shows like Bear Gryllis or somebody hanging from a canyon you know, falling off a rocky ledge. Well, I always think, well, let's have a little round of applause for the camera guy. Yeah, no doubt.
2: <laughs> Man. My favorite are the X Games camera guy. So there's a guy going down a slope, hitting all these obstacles, doing jumps, and there's a guy trailing him on a snowboard with a big-ass camera yeah. on his shoulder <laughs> filming it all.
1: <laughs> Only because they come to us all the way from... Marloth Park in Mpumalonga, South Africa, from our friend Tom Lyman, uh, it was on this day in 1867 that the Minneapolis Daily Tribune first published. And on this day in 1877, during the grasshopper plague, the state offered a bounty of 50 cents for each gallon of grasshopper eggs collected.
2: Well, eggs. Huh, where would you find the Eggs. Good Lord! Yeah, in the dirt, I guess.
1: And on this day in 1997, Reavers, what did the Minnesota Twins do? 1987 on this. 1997. Oh, 1997. Yep. Something oh, no hitter. There was a no hitter. Well, they retired Kirby Puckett's number oh, 34. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. On this day in 1997, man, that seems like yesterday.
4: You know, um, I was still in high school when his, when his eye condition happened, so I wasn't around when you and Pat were discussing said topics. Did you guys ever discuss how long you actually thought he
1: would still play if that had never happened to him? Well, if we did, I, I don't recall the conversation, but I suppose we did, yeah. Okay. Because he wouldn't get hurt because he's a roly-poly.
4: Yeah, he, he played all the time. He never yeah. went on the DL. I mean, not never, but he rarely ever um,
2: did. Are you catching a flight to Hawaii today, Such? No. Evidently, this blood moon we're seeing. Blonde. There's going to be a uh, lunar eclipse, mm-hmm. and the best place to see it is Hawaii. I, I know you always have your eye on the sky,
4: Kenny. I he love would, a blood moon. He would buy a ticket. He would take the eight-hour flight, whatever it is. He'd check in his hotel. And he'd still asleep. miss it.
2: Yeah. yeah, he'd fall asleep. <laughs> he yeah. fall
4: asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I traveled all this way, and I missed all it All that again. way. Sheesh. Hey, uh, really quick, Joe. We just got an email from our guy Tom here in the building. hmm um, And I don't know if this has been made public, but uh, you are planning on returning to the, uh, to the studios here uh, relatively soon. Uh, a week from today. And he uh, said, uh, hey, Reeves, just wanted to know, is Joe still planning on the first to come back? Uh, let's get ready for him. I think I found a rocking chair and an afghan in his place at the table. <laughs> <laughs> people are going to miss the rocking chair though i think
1: well they only the youtube visitors could see that that's
4: right that's right the rest of them get to hear it squeak once in a while on the podcast
1: well if you're heading over to 38th in chicago uh have a care have a care the day began with gunplay we couldn't have made that up could not have predicted that but the, now that we know that it happened it's really not surprising because the gangsters are running the show the inmates are running the
4: asylum. Is it fair to say that it's almost fitting, just given the climate of, of Minneapolis currently?
1: Or is that too unkind?
2: That's too unkind. Yeah, it's uh, too unkind. Too unkind. Um, okay. It's not remember, fitting.
1: It's, yeah, they were peaceful shots, Reeves. You right, pointed that out. Mostly peaceful.
2: Yeah. For some reason, I can't get the words out of my head, Suge. Uh, Steve Thayer an author. Uh, his first book was called St. Mud, right. and it was a book about gangsters uh, in St. Paul in Minneapolis in the 30, 30s, and I love opening lines. Uh, Elmer Gantry was drunk. Great opening right. line. For Steve Thayer, it was, in St. Paul, gangsters can bleep on the street. Yep. Uh, it, just a great opening line, great book, and and it it goes on to talk about how what you just said, gangsters ran the town. What's That's it called, what they're Kenny? they doing now. St. Mud. St. Mud. by He also wrote
1: a great yeah. book called The Weatherman. Yeah. Yes. Did you read it? Yes, yeah. he did.
2: Yep. Yeah. yep. Thank
4: you, GLers. Thank you. Thank you to you GLers that took advantage of the limited edition Father's Day pop-up shop. I already got two emails today from people complaining that they couldn't get their flag. I told you you had to get it done by midnight last night. So, blame Brooke. That's what I'm gonna do. Anyway, uh, also thank you to the thousands of you that have already liked and subscribed the Garage Logic YouTube channel. And please do us a favor and download the Pod MN app for your Apple or Android devices. Pod MN, listen local. Bra. It's that time once again here in Garage Logic where we check in with our guy, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, former radio star in college, is on the line with us right now. GLers, do yourself a favor and get in touch with Mr. Money Talk today once again for that free 48-minute financial consultation at 952-925-5608. When you call that number, you get Mr. Money Talk himself. And you always get straight talk. You never get sugar-coated advice. And Josh is on the line with us once again. And Josh, you want to talk bonds, Bitcoin, and the market today.
0: I was listening to an interview from one of the top investors all time Ray Dalio reiterated something that's been going on now for the last several years and that's moving away from what is known as a traditional balanced portfolio keeping 60% in stock 40% in bonds if the stock portion gets a little too big sell stocks buy bond. and that portfolio for a very long period of time provided a reasonable rate of return and fairly low volatility as time has gone on with interest rates coming down, obviously bond prices moving up, the bond portion is probably shrinking a little bit, and the stock portion, more money had to be added to, to stocks because of how well bonds were doing, given the inverse relationship with interest rates and bond prices. Interest rates down, bond prices up, and the reverse, interest rates move up, bond prices move down. With that in mind and very little return, there are major banks, investment banks, brokerage firms said, it's the end of the 60-40, better to keep more money in stock or go to cash. The asset allocation model that I have used for a very, very long time is keep up to 30% in cash, 30 to 60% in value-oriented companies, and the balance used in growth stock uh, for shorter-term trading. That result, or at least according to number two son, who's been a former hedge fund manager, has produced some very strong returns, particularly over the last five years, where the client portfolio was up, and that's real money, by the way, was up 252.3% net after fees versus the S&P the same period of time, up 98.2%. Admittedly, the proprietary client portfolio of Josh Arnold, investment consultant, is a very focused, concentrated portfolio in stocks in the industries of primarily internet, leisure, China-related businesses, and real assets, something we talked about before. Ray Dalio has said, rather than using bonds, those buy Bitcoin, because Bitcoin does provide that balance. Nonetheless, Bitcoin, in my my estimation, is based on nothing. Yes, there are a lot of institutions moving into it. Yes, there are a lot of people that have made a lot of money. And yes, and this is my worry, and I'm sharing this with you as a precaution. Last week, Bitcoin took a nosedive. Several reasons have been cited. One, Elon Musk said uh, their company, Tesla, would no longer accept Bitcoin to purchase car. Okay. Another reason was cited that they the Chinese were putting some heavy-duty regulation on the purchase and holding of Bitcoin within China. Third reason little discussed is the amount of leverage borrowed money that people are using to put into Bitcoin, in some places in the world, Bitcoin, which does trade 24-7, not 24-5, but 24-7, leverage has exceeded 100 to 1. So if uh, Bitcoin drop in value, people are going to be forced to sell a lot of assets to cover that uh, mar- margin call. And those margin calls can come at any time, particularly as prices cascade down. One of the reasons you could see a dramatic drop in stock, even especially when there's a dramatic drop in this Bitcoin, the only asset that people can liquidate quickly. Leverage is very bothersome. And there are a lot of people that have used leverage. Additionally, people who've owned Bitcoin have been lending that Bitcoin out to collect higher rates of interest from certain Bitcoin exchanges, interest between six to eight percent. If you are doing that, please, please be cautious. Six to eight percent interest on lending something that is of little value through a company that may not have the finances to pay you that interest is not, in my estimation, a good investment nor a good bet. Bitcoin frenzy could result in and some negative consequences, and there could be some more downside with Bitcoin before it moves up. Bear in mind something that goes from 9,000 to 60,000 a few months, that gain is unsustainable. And when things come down, they come down fast and hard. Please be careful. My recommendation, avoid Bitcoin or at most put a teeny, teeny portion in your portfolio. Second, I'm not a bond buyer. You want interest, you want some yields. There are plenty of high quality companies that pay very, good dividend much higher than bond.
4: excellent report as always mr money talk glers pick up that phone and make that call today for that free 48 minute financial consultation at 952-925-5608 call that number talk to josh and he'll give you straight talk he's never going to give you sugar-coated advice Josh, as always, thanks so much for the time and the chat. Have a great day, and we'll talk again on Thursday.
2: You got it. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future
1: results. All investments involve risk.